0: to the audio newsletter for the Northwestern Program in Sound Arts and Industries. I'm Brad West. In this episode, we continue our occasional series of profiles on sound professionals, people doing innovative work that really resonates.
1: Well, send no,
0: that's not for me. What you're hearing is a Foley sound effects workshop that recently took place in the new recording studio and performance space known as the Northwestern Soundstage.
1: A great space and I'm really excited to do this workshop with you guys. With a
0: giant pile of dirt and rocks, a table of grapefruit, celery, and rigatoni, and a collection of shoes at their disposal, professional Foley artists demonstrated sound effects for the almost 40 students in attendance. The workshop was led by Foley artist Sandra Fox of Footsteps Post-Production Sound. It is one of the most respected Foley Studios in the world and has worked on films for such directors as Robert Altman, Wes Anderson, Tim Burton, David Cronenberg, Nora Ephron, Spike Lee, and Terrence Malick. In this episode, you'll hear some moments from the Footsteps workshop, as well as Sandra's interview with Jacob Smith, the director of the MA in Sound Arts and Industries. How would you
1: explain what Foley art is to somebody who might not be familiar with that term? What is
0: Foley art? It's
1: custom sound effects. The best example of Foley is the classic footsteps. So if you ever hear the sound of someone's footsteps in a movie, chances are that's a Foley artist making that sound instead of the actual actor. Mostly things that people do or animals do because everybody moves a little bit differently and people and animals tend to have emotions behind the uh, sounds that they're making that you can really only capture if you're mimicking it in real time in front of the microphone. Did you have an early ear-opening experience that got you excited about working in sound? Actually, yeah, when I was like a little kid, a friend of mine had a program called Band in a Box, and it was just this little program that let you do MIDI instruments on your computer. I was always a little musician when I was a little kid, but it was just this amazing experience, like, oh, I can layer a track on another track on another track. Track. And then, you know, it's all me, but it's, it's like, like 17 me's all at once. Ever since that moment when I saw that program, I was just fascinated with audio recording. What is the connection between Foley art and music? Foley is basically music that you make with just different instruments. Instead of using a guitar, I might use, uh, um, I'm looking over here at some of the props behind me. I'm using a suit of armor back there, or there's a pair of shoes back here that I might make some footsteps with. There's musical phrasing in the stuff that we do. And everything in life is a musical phrase, really, as far as, you know, sound goes. But it's also a kind of acting. It's a lot of acting. There's a lot of control to learn, like learning how to do someone's walk, getting into someone's rhythm, how they're walking, what they're trying to get across in their acting. We're always trying to add to the story and not take away from it. So, and that's a very tricky thing to do. It is very physical and on any given day, there might be, you know, like a, a scene where there's five people running and you've got to do the run and you and you might not get it right the first time. So you got to do it twice or three or four times. And so you got to be in shape to do all that kind of stuff. There's uh, body falls or things. We use this kind of big like punching bag and we lift it and smash it down on the ground. So, you know, you got to have, uh, big (laughs) guns, to be a Foley artist.
0: Sandra gave us some of her tricks of the Foley trade.
1: Definitely get yourself a chamois, one of the first items in your Foley toolbox. That thing that you sop up the water off your car. A wet chamois and a microphone can be so many different things, mainly blood and guts, or all those kind of horror sounds that you make. Make all kinds of squishy gooey, gross sounds with this one. Much like the grapefruit, just a little bit more contained, a little bit less sticky, you know. And I also have this bag of rigatoni. (laughs) And um, actually, I've got a really cool trick and I'll show you right away. Throw that in there, in my chamois. (laughs) This is like the ultimate neck rig. Like, we have a little trick that we use for the snow. But we tend to do a bed track of like feet on dirt. And then we have big bags of cornstarch, And we put it in a pillowcase actually, because then it, you don't hear the casing around it. And you can crunch it and it mimics unfathomably identical to uh, crunching snow. We're currently working on this really hilarious movie. It's called Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Kind of one of those, you know, like, toilet humor kind of movies. In comedies like that, we actually get to embellish the sounds, add squeaks here and there, and just kind of, you know, make things a little bit funnier. We did one sound, this guy, his face gets smashed up against a uh, window, and then he slides off, just adding a little squeak sound. Gives you so much of that comedy, and we get the chance to add that. A uh, sliding door, you know, for like the the back porch. So I have one of those just off its tracks. So I bring that down in front of the microphone, and then just trickle a little bit of water on there, and then your uh, your finger slides on it. You just do it a couple times back and forth, and then you start getting these really cool comedic squeaks out of the uh, glass.
0: Foley artists work on all kinds of films and television shows, from horror, comedy, and action films to nature documentaries.
1: Most nature films, like if you watch BBC Planet Earth or any of those kind of big, big time nature series, all of the sound effects are done in a Foley studio for the most part. The cameras are so far away from the animals, they're not actually capturing sound. That's probably one of the types of films where we do the most Of the soundtrack because animals are so particular in the way that they move, it's really hard to cut in sound effects. For you know, little animal jumps out of a tree and then onto another tree, and you know, he's got four legs, and it's really hard, right, to take all of that and cut it out of a sound effects library.
0: Nowhere else in the world can you see polar bears playing among trees.
1: IMAX is a particular challenge because the screen is so huge, you end up doing sounds for like the center right, the far right, for the center or the top of the screen. Because the IMAX system has all those speakers running from behind the screen, you actually have to allocate sounds to all of those different locations. Stand by for IMAX theater optimization cross-check. One film I can say that we worked on that I found and when I was training and I found it to be very inspiring uh, is one called All Is Lost.
0: All Is Lost is a 2013 film that follows Robert Redford on board a sinking sailboat in the ocean, trying to survive and find rescue. It was nominated for Best Achievement in Sound Editing at the Academy Awards.
1: Basically two or three lines of dialogue and it was all sound effects and Foley, the whole movie. You know, in our average project, we'd be lucky if maybe 40% of the things we do make it in, 20% you end up hearing kind of featured. In this movie, it was like everything, everything we did. There's a scene where he's in the water and he's struggling in the water, he's swimming, and uh, there's these kind of vocalizations that they were looking for that Robert Redford, I guess, wasn't really keen on doing himself. And so we got Andy in a wetsuit and we put him in a water tank in the studio and he was basically underwater making these kind of like <laughs> like underwater kind of struggle sounds actually myself performing like this sound of, there's a shipping container at the beginning of that film, water slapping up against it. And so we had this idea, we put a trim bin, a trim bin being an old thing they used to use to cut film into, and we put it into the water tank and we we just kind of moved it around and the water started smacking up against it. And it's the very first sound in the film.
0: Footsteps takes their skills on the road, performing live fully for director Guy Madden's Brand Upon the Brain, and leading workshops like the one at Northwestern.
1: We're very comfy behind the scenes, but you know, it was it's nice to be uh, kind of featured like that sometimes and for people to see that uh, a lot of work goes into the sounds. And then just purely entertaining people, it's uh, amazing how much like maybe a sword swing or something can just um, make an audience go crazy and make them feel like they're really uh, interactive and participating. you know. Even you, I remember, you did stuff that's too. That's right, did I
0: close a door? <laughs> I think I closed a door.
1: <laughs> yeah, you closed a door, that's right. Perfect, good work. <laughs> Here you go. All right, who's our next victim? He's gonna do this sword guy, come and be the sword Ragnar. <laughs> he comes and he gives the sword to Ragnar. Your shoes actually should be just the, okay. the ones you're wearing. They look pretty, uh, pretty heavy, so they look pretty
0: good. The audience had to create their own sound effects for a sword fight scene from the series Vikings. They happily clanged a lawnmower blade and metal carpenter's square to make the swords and sprinkled in some grapefruit for the gore, all while the engineers mixed and arranged the sounds.
1: Wait, you can do... I'll tell you what, I'll do chamois. You do grapefruit. So what's going to happen is I'm going to do gross sound, then you're going to do gross sound, then I'm going to do gross sound, then you're going to do gross sound. So then we'll just do it kind of wild and then we'll pick some good ones and we'll put them in okay. the ultimate slice. Okay.
0: Even knowing where it came from, seeing a bloody sword slice with the final, perfectly-matched sound effects still caused a visceral reaction.
1: (laughs) Good work, guys!
0: How do you think that
1: foley art might be changing or developing in the next 10 or 20 years? With the advent of all of this technology, there's just going to be more movies that are going to be made and there's going to be more sound artists that are going to be able to contribute to more projects. Just because everything's so much more accessible now. I love it. I think it's great and I see in the future YouTube series really uh, coming into play. Um, I think we're, we've are we got a Netflix series that we're going to be doing um, in the summer. So we've got one coming up. It's just there's so much going on. It's so exciting.
0: Sandra talked about the Sonic Boom Conference and the new MA program in Sound Arts and Industries at Northwest.
1: It's such a great experience to just be just surrounded by all these people who are really, really passionate about sound art because um, it's not common. It really is something special and I, I think that as far as the people that I know who are interested in sound, not so much just a career but more of just kind of a way of being and a way of expressing yourself. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure if I told anybody, they wouldn't believe it was true, because it's too good to be true, really. It's just such an awesome idea. <laughs> so, take your knowledge out into the world, my young grasshoppers, and <laughs> fully, fully away.
0: Well, let's all thank Jack,
1: Sandra, and Andrea for sharing their
0: <laughs> Northwestern's MA in Sound Arts and Industries is still accepting applications for fall admission. So why not apply now? For more information, please email sound at northwestern.edu, look for us on Facebook and Twitter, or visit our website at sound.northwestern.edu. Thank you for listening to the audio newsletter of Northwestern University's MA program in Sound Arts and Industries. Today's episode, Catching Up with Footsteps Foley, featured an interview with Sandra Fox. Our show was edited by Brad West, with original music by Brendan Baker. Subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Northwestern Sound to learn about how sound works at Northwestern.